Hey everybody, it's Doug. And this is Renee. And welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Life. Thank you, thank you, and welcome to another episode of... Doug and Renee. Thank you, thank you, and welcome to another episode of... Doug. Every day. Married Life. Married Life. You still was off. You wasn't. No, you wasn't. You gotta hit it. When I say, mm, you gotta oh, be like, mm. uh, I gotta be like, mm. Mm, yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. Mm. So, so, sorry. My bad. Let's let's do that one more time. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Doug and Renee Married Life. Life. All right, there we go. <laughs> Third time's the charm. So we just want to thank thank you. We want to welcome you to another. Uh, episode of our podcast, and we just believe that God is still in the blessing business, and God is still in the marriage business because He created and divinely inspired marriage, one man, one woman. And so, if you do it God's way, you'll get God's results. Absolutely. And today we are starting a new series. My wife is so um, she just couldn't wait. She wanted to start last week. Um, yeah, you did. You was like, oh, let me give him, let me give him a little tease. Yeah, I saw you last week. I was sitting right here. Okay, um, if you say so, dear. Oh, I wish we was doing the what we're gonna do. But anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish we was doing what we're gonna do. But we are talk gonna talk about relationship goals. Yes, and if you want to put a hashtag in front of it, you can because. You see that on social media platforms nowadays so often where people will say hashtag relationship goals. And I'm wondering if they really truly know the meaning of relationship goals. And we're hoping that we are going to share that with you definitely today and over the next couple of weeks. Sorry. Um, So behind the scenes stuff. He always says that behind the scenes stuff. Um, so, and, and one of the things <laughs> which dropped in my spirit uh-huh. um, several weeks ago, maybe even a month ago, when we were still talking about walking by faith, is that people have often through the years said to us, they admire us or, you know, we are their relationship goal, um, people who are not married, single, or people who uh, aspire to be married, or Mm -hmm. people who are married just a few years and they know how long we've been married, they'll say, oh, you're my relationship goal. Or I've even heard this, and I'm pretty sure you've heard people say this. Never heard it. Y'all are one of our favorite couples. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh Yeah, yeah. See, don't speak out of turn. Don't speak before you hear what I'm going to say. People say that. People have said to us, you're one of our favorite couples, and I don't know what what classifies us as favorite, what makes us favorite, just because you see we still I together. Know. I know what it is. <laughs> they still, they see we still going strong. We're authentic. Okay. I'll accept that. And that is true. We only know how to be who we are. Yep. Um, and okay. Yeah. I'll accept that because I'm we are authentically <laughs> Doug every day. I was trying to think in my head, is there something else? Um, but no, I I can't think of anything else. I mean, and that's all fine that 
people admire us or we're one of their favorite couples or their we are a relationship goal based on the length of time mm-hmm. we've been married, you know, that's all fine. But I think why I'm so excited about this is that what they need to understand and what we want people to know and understand is that be, we're still together because we have a relationship with God. We have a relationship with Jesus Christ. And I think that's the first and most important relationship mm-hmm. uh, is because of God's mercy and grace that we're still here together 34 plus years. Yes. And a lot of people see you're still together. And I think that's great, but they need to understand that Doug has a relationship with God. I have a relationship with God. Doug has accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. I have accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And that means when the Holy Spirit comes in and convicts us and says, you know what, you missed it. You need need to get it together or you need to apologize or you need to walk in faith or you need to communicate better. Mm -hmm. That's what helps our relationship to thrive. That's what helps our relationship to survive. Um, And that's what helps our relationship to still be going strong 34 plus years. And and just to piggyback on what you're saying, you have to check your pride at the door, your ego at the door, all those things. Because there are people who are listening to us and people who we've talked to who they love the Lord with all their heart, all their mind, all their soul, but yet their marriage didn't work. Mm. So true. Um, a lot of that, in my, in my opinion, again, this is just my opinion. You know, you take it for what it is. You have to be cognizant and check your pride and ego at the door because yeah. they're going to be... Um, opportunities that you are going to have to shut your pride down, shut your ego down, and for lack of a better phrase, take one for the team. Uh, <laughs> Be obedient to the to the yeah. Holy Ghost. The yeah. Holy Spirit is going to tell you. Yeah. you know, nah, you nah. Nah, bro. Nah, that's, nah the, that's how the Holy Spirit. Talks to you. Nah, bro. <laughs> depend on <laughs> depend on who listening. Um, he, he may say no, chica, no, chico. Uh, whatever language you want to put, no. You'll hear the still small voice of God saying in your voice, "No, that's not right. No, you didn't get it. No, it's not about you." Mm-hmm. <laughs> And that's where pride comes in. Yeah. We're like, I got to be right. You know, I'm the man of the house or I've been, you know, on my own, the single woman providing for myself all this time. And now I got to listen to somebody who's head over me. Mm-hmm. And that's where checking your pride yeah. uh, in the door comes in and that list could go on. That could yeah. be another, that could be a whole nother podcast. Same check your I'm pride sorry. at the door. Yeah, check, <laughs> check your pride at the door. Um, but I want to take a oh, moment okay. I'm sorry, to, to define relationship. Yes, please do. Uh, relationship um, is the way in which two or more concepts, objects, or people are connected or the state of being connected. And what we want to share with you 
along with how God has kept us connected, but how we have stayed connected to God. God is our creator. God is the creator of the universe. He is the creator of all people, all things. He is the creator of marriage. Mm -hmm. And like you said early on in the podcast, if we're going to make marriage work, then we have to trust him. We have to... Do it God's way. Do it God's way. Thank you. I was paraphrasing, but that's your exact words. We have to do it God's way. If you want his results. Exactly. Exactly. Um, The first relationship we must have is with God the Father. Um, To do that, we must accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. He is our... He is our... um, Savior. Our savior, our, <laughs> our 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 access. That's the word I'm looking for. Okay. Access to the throne is through Jesus Christ. And if this is your first time listening, if you don't know by now, you know this is a Christian podcast, and we dedicate this podcast to Jesus, to our Lord and Savior, and He is the reason that we live and move and have our being. So we are going to always speak. As best as we can, what we know about the Lord and um, His Word. Mm-hmm. One of the things I want to say, where people have told us that you know you're our relationship goal, or you're my favorite couple, and that's wonderful. We appreciate that, and it um, inspires us. It humbles us. We don't get prideful. Yeah, it's trust very me, humbling. because behind the scenes, we know they like ooh. And Doug and I have said this to each other: if they only knew, they only knew. Um, they've said it to us in moments where we probably did not want to be married. Mm-hmm. We were upset at each other or wasn't feeling each other at the moment, mad at each other. And um, but <laughs> what because what they don't see is the silent tears, uh-huh. the the private struggles, the sacrifices that we made, the secret prayers and fasting, the passionate discussions that we've had uh, or otherwise known as arguments for some people. We yeah, we we, we, we don't really argue. Yeah. We um, had passionate discussions. Disagreements. Yeah. Passionate usually, discuss- usually those compliments come to us when we're in church. Yes. And you know, sometimes on the ride to church, there could be very interesting to say the least. Mm-hmm. Very quiet. <laughs> Nobody saying a word except for the music coming out the radio. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, those those are interesting conversations, but like you said, people they don't see um I don't want to use the word struggle. That's too strong of a word, but they don't see behind the scenes what it takes. Intentional. You have to be intentional to have relationship goals. I would say it's a struggle. It's a struggle? It's a struggle. I thought that was a, a, a hard, harsh word. No. Because it's not a struggle in every area. No, but there are struggling times. Yeah. yeah. Um, there have been times where we we scratched and clawed and not physically, spiritually, um, within ourselves, fought to stay together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there were times where we didn't fight. <laughs> <laughs> to stay together, yeah. but we stayed together, and we persevered and pushed through those times that may have felt like a struggle. I I would 
You use, use that, that as word? a synonym, yes, okay. All right. to describe. Um, I thought it was like a too harsh of a word, but if you say it was a struggle, n- no, not every time, not every day was a struggle. No, absolutely and not. Not everything you go through is a struggle. Some no. things you just go through. Some things are frustrating. Yeah. Some things are tiring. Some mm-hmm. things get old. Some things are new challenges. But and people don't see that. Um, and it's okay to look at someone and aspire to have a relationship that lasts as long as theirs has, but you have to understand to do that, you got to have a relationship with God Mm -hmm. to have a successful marriage that you can overcome the struggles, the, the sacrifices and the secret prayers and, those are things that you can overcome as long as you put God first. But sometimes people don't want to um, do what you've done to get what, what you've you got. got. Mm, I know you was gonna go there. They don't want. They don't want to put the work in. No, they don't. They want it to come easy. Yeah, and I don't. I don't see how marriage, godly marriage, is gonna come easy. And so, for you singles listening to this. If you want easy, don't get married. (laughs) I'm keeping it real. I'm keeping it. I haven't said this in a while. I'm keeping it real and I'm keeping it raw. Oh my goodness. If you want easy, do not get married. Marriage is not easy. Marriage is not for the faint at heart. I thought I was the blunt direct person. No. That's why I started laughing because usually you beat around the bush and go all the way around, but you just came straight. No, he didn't tell y'all that I beat around the bush. I do not beat around the bush. Okay, she don't beat around the bush. Mm-mm. No, she no. No, no beat. No beat. No, no, no bush. Okay. okay. I keep sorry. it real and I keep <laughs> it raw. If you want it easy, don't get married. Marriage is not easy. Marriage is not for someone who gives up easily or is ready to throw in the towel or wants things to just flow their way. It's not going to go your way, baby. I'm sorry to be the one to tell you. It's not going to go your way. It's going to go God's way. Yeah. And if you want a godly marriage, if you want a successful marriage, if you want when it's all said and done, for God to say, well done, my faithful servant, you was good over what I gave you, Mm -hmm. your ministry as a wife, your ministry as a husband, you want it to go God's way. Yeah. And so, and I think that's where the struggle has been because we're two human beings Mm -hmm. (laughs) wanting things to go our way. You know, honestly, if I can keep it real and raw and and put myself uh, out there and be being transparent, there were moments where because I wasn't getting my way, I was not satisfied. I was not happy and I was frustrated and I struggled with being the wife God called me to be because I was so focused on the husband I want Doug to be for me. Mm-hmm. And that's not how it works. Marriage is 100-100. It's not 50-50. And I had to give and do my part and make sacrifices and put my agenda aside, if you will, what Renee wanted, what Renee thought she had to have or needed yeah. to make us a relationship goal um, and that's the thing that people don't see, the cost of my own agenda or the cost of your own agenda, the cost of time. People 
just want poof, everything just to magically, you know, symmetry to flow together. Mm-hmm. And you have to you have to work at that. Mm-hmm. I'm going somewhere with this, but keep talking. I'm going somewhere. Oh, you, you know, you, I didn't say you going, oh, that's what I'm, I'm like. You going somewhere? <laughs> um, money. You're gonna have mm-hmm. to spend money, whether it's going out on a date, whether it's buying your spouse a gift because their gifts, uh, their gifted or their uh, love language is uh, gifts, or it's going to a conference, a marriage conference, or getting a marriage tape, or buying a marriage book. People still get tapes. His story, her story. God's glory. Uh, shameless plug. Um, Tapes, DVDs, CDs, books, going to counseling, a therapist, and just the energy it takes for you not to say, you know, I'm too tired. I'm not going to deal with this today. No, baby. You got to deal with this today, present tense. So can I say something? Because when you're talking about your agenda, time, money, energy, the thought that came to me is... Don't base your marriage off your wedding day. Mm, Absolutely cannot. Because usually, generally speaking, the wedding day is more about the woman. What she wants, what colors she wants, so on and so forth, where where they want the ceremony. More than likely... Because she's dreamed about it her whole life. and, And the guy is just like, just tell me when and where, you know, what color suit you need me to, whatever, you know, you need me to wear, I'm there. But that does not translate to marriage. Right. That day does not translate to marriage. That's your day. And, you know, you spend a lot of money, energy, time. It's your own agenda, Mm -hmm. like you just said. But that's your wedding day. But when you start getting into marriage and relationship goals, going back to what you said, a relationship is two or more people that are connected or the state of being connected. Mm -hmm. So now it's not about you per se. It's about us. Right. And that's where the rubber meets the road and the friction and, you know, metal rubbing on metal and metal sharpening, iron sharpened iron. That's what the Bible calls it. And that's where friction comes because the wedding day is all about you, boo. You got your wedding day. You got everything you wanted. But marriage, relationship goals, that's about us. And it's not about you, what you want, how you want it, when you want it. You know, I you, I watch, I probably shouldn't say this, but I don't think, think this show even comes on Bridezillas. And they talk, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the bride, she's just out there and I want it this way and I want it that way. Okay, you know, you can have your day, but that's not marriage. And that's definitely not godly marriage. Yeah. Most of the time you have spent a lot of energy, time and creating an agenda to make it a fairy tale, a wedding, but that same amount of energy, time, money, creating an agenda has to go into the marriage itself. Um, Because you look back at that wedding day and say, oh, we were so happy. And that's fine and that's beautiful. But when you take off that tux and you take off that dress and... Mm -hmm. All of that stuff. And now it's time. Go home. Now it's time to roll up your yeah. sleeves and get to work. Yeah. The, the the real work begins. Yep. Um. You so you have to remember when you after you say your I do's, you are now and it's you're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. a relationship. It's not about just you anymore. 
It's about two becoming one. And in order to do that, you need Jesus Christ at the center of that relationship. So you're in a relationship and it's not about you. And like you said, you got to sit down and you got to have conversations, conversation after conversation after conversation and come back to, I think, our very first podcast. We talked about communicate. You're going to have to communicate with each other. If you're going to have relationship goals, somebody's going to have to talk to somebody. Somebody's going to have to listen, you know, write, write things down, however you want to do it. Um, but you got to communicate. You have to be intentional. And we, we've said this from podcast one. Communication is a pillar of marriage, if not the pillar. Absolutely. Of marriage. So you cannot get around communicating. And just like you said uh, a few minutes ago, talked about love language. You need to find out what your spouse's love language is, because maybe part of the issue you're having with your relationship goals is that you're communicating in a way that your spouse is not receiving because that's not their love language. Yeah. So That's true. And got, then you're frustrated. Yeah, because you're frustrated. They're you're frustrated. You're like, I'm talking to them, but yeah. you're not talking to them in a way that they are receptive. Yeah. The dog's frustrated. The cat's frustrated. Everybody's frustrated because it's not about you. It's about us. And we have to be intentional. And we have to make sure. The Bible puts it this way. Okay. Let me just put it this way. Amos 3 and 3, New Living Translation. Can two people walk together without agreeing on the direction? Now, that, that may sound simplistic, but mm-hmm. it's impossible to walk together with somebody if you don't agree on what direction you're going in. Right, right. Conversation, communicate. You, you, got, you have to do this, and even to the, to the generally speaking, um, they say women talk more than men. I was just doing a study. That's not necessarily true. But for the argument's sake, I'll leave that out there. We might just use more words. Because <laughs> we're beating around the bush. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. So I guess it wasn't important. But you, you going to say something? Uh, okay. So two people, how can you walk together without agreeing on a direction? It's impossible. You have to communicate. You have to talk. You have to dialogue. You have to sit down. What, when is the best time to talk to each other? Find common commonality, common ground, um, common space. Don't say we've talked about, you know, hitting below the belt and all those things. Mm-hmm. These are goals because you have to remember you have to have short-term goals and in order to achieve your long-term goals. And so if you're being disrespectful, whether it's physical, verbal, abuse, whatever it may be, you'll never achieve your long-term relationship goals, whatever that may be. If it's to be married 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, so on and so forth, you, you got to walk together. We just went, we just got back from a homegoing service for a couple, the, the husband, they've been married 60 plus years. That's relationship goals. Yes, yes. That's where you want to be. If the person who says, I don't know anybody that's been married that long, you need to hang around different people because it seems like everybody we hang around is married and they've been married for some, some, for some time. Yeah. The people we run with and our clique, yeah, well, I guess absolutely. we don't have a clique, but our, yeah, our crew, what we call them? 
know, the people, our we associates, <laughs> our, our friends, our, um, I don't know. <laughs> I wanted to read this scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in Ecclesiastes 4 and 12, and it says, And if one prevail against him, two shall withstand him, and a threefold cord is not easily broken. So your relationship goal should be you and your spouse and Jesus, mm-hmm. because that's the three strands right yeah. there. And as long as you're committing your relationship to God and looking to Him to help you, that is the glue that's going to make you a relationship goal. Yeah. I think you should aspire to be your own relationship goal. Yeah. And and I'm glad you said that because even if you're single, you should have relationship goals, but you got to be sure that you don't have this list because that list may, and we talked about this a couple of podcasts ago, that list may hinder you or prevent you from receiving what God wants. You should have relationship goals. Yeah, I want to, I want my husband and I, I want my wife and I to be able to do X, Y, Z, one, two, three. Okay, you know, we 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 want to be able to talk and communicate. We want to have date night. We want to do this, that, and the other. That, there's nothing wrong with having um, goals if you're single. But what you want to do is make sure that you don't have this list that my husband's going to be X tall or my wife's going to be this tall or this short or mm-hmm. this complexion because you never know um, who or or how God is going to bless you with your spouse. Right. So goals, nothing wrong with goals. Just make sure they, you, they line up with um, the word of God. Absolutely. Pray about them for, for our single people. And in Proverbs 29 and 18, in the New Living Translation, it says, when people do not accept divine guidance, they run wild, but whoever obeys the law is joyful. Now, Proverbs 29, 18 was probably the first scripture I learned as an adult. I mean, once I got saved and, you know, not not children's church or <clears throat> um, what they call that? Bible school. No, no. It's, it's, Bible study. Bible study. No, when you're little and you go to, to church, little, little, little people's church. Okay. Anyway, when I, you know, Jesus, Jesus wept and and mm-hmm. sinless prayer and so on and so forth. Okay. As an adult, when I got saved, that was probably the first scripture that stuck with me. And I'm saying that to say you should have goals, but they should be based off of what God said. Mm-hmm. So my thing was in the in the King Church, King James Version, where there is no vision, the people perish. But you want to be able to accept divine guidance. You want to be able to be obedient to if God is bringing somebody in your life to help you out to point you in the direction that you um, should go in for our couples and even single people, just just be obedient. Say, you know what? This person is looking out for me what my best interest is. And so just don't don't be so rigid and structured and say, God, you can only talk to me through this way or that way or through this person or through that person. But if it's divine guidance, God is looking out for you. And what he's trying to do it's open your eyes to show you he has more than one way to bless you. Relationship goals. There's as our old, like I say, our old pastor, our first pastor said, there's more than one way to skin a cat. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you rub the cat the wrong way, well, I forgot how the saying goes. Turn him over on the other side. Turn him over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So there's more than one way to do things. And so, um, you know, just just be mindful of that relationship goals. You want God to be able to meet your needs, all of your needs, your husband. Well, let me tell you one of your goals. Um, that's not going to happen. Your husband's not going to meet all your needs. Your wife is not going to meet all your needs. So that should, I'm just letting you know that don't even put that as a goal because it's not realistic. God said, I'll supply all your needs, not your husband, not your wife. It's not in the Bible. So don't try to make your husband do something that God was designed, that God is designed to do and vice versa. And don't try to have your wife do something that God is designed to do. She's not designed to meet all your needs. Doesn't say it in the Bible. It's not there. So your relationship goals, I said all that to say, your relationship goals should hopefully be based off the word of God. Yes. And there's nothing wrong with having goals. We, we create goals for our um, business. We create a business plan. We have goals in school, what we want to study in college, and we have goals on what we want to eat for dinner, I don't know, mm-hmm. for the week, you know, food prep. We have goals. We have weight loss goals. You know, I have clients all the time. I want to lose X, Y, Z amount of weight. I want to fit in this outfit. Goals are great. Mm-hmm. Include your marriage in that. That <laughs> It's nothing wrong with having goals, but make sure that they're not superficial goals. You want good, strong goals that's going to make you a relationship goal. First and foremost, have a relationship with God. That is numero uno. That should be your your goal to have a close relationship with God so that he can give you a spirit of discernment on how to be a husband, so that he can give you a spirit of discernment on how to be a wife. And then secondly, you can set goals that, you know, I want us to communicate better. How how are you going to do that? You're going to set time aside to actually communicate. Um, Weekly discussions, you know, set goals that, you know, we want to travel. Nothing wrong with that. Maybe once a year you want to get away. You have children and you want to have some time where you all could really not be around paying bills and responsibilities and just enjoy each other's company, even if it's just a weekend. Just make a list of goals that's going to help bring you closer to each other, and of course, closer to the Lord. Mm-hmm. I, I just want to say this before we before we go. I don't know where it's at in the Bible, but it says, "If you acknowledge me in all your ways, I'll direct your path." Mm-hmm. In Proverbs, Proverbs, you acknowledge the Lord in all your ways. He said He'll direct your path. Lean not to your own lean not to your own understanding. But if you acknowledge me in all your ways, I'll direct your path. So, acknowledge the Lord. Don't lean to your own understanding. Relationship goals, it's about us. Team, you fill in the blank, the last name. It's all about Team Dancela over here. So just... So aspire to be your own relationship goal. Mm -hmm. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. God bless. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened, and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also, feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any 
questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss, you may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.